What's going on guys? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. Got a confession to make. This is the second time I'm recording this one. It is a frustrating situation. I had an hour drive. Um, I had an hour drive to uh, back to my previous city, hang out with my, my mother and a friend. Um, and uh, I did a whole 20 minutes recording. And then my GPS started going nuts. So I went to check on it and it deleted my recording. Oh my goodness. So depressing. Um, okay. (laughs) So back on track, I'm now driving the hour home (laughs) and, uh, this way I think I, I think I got it because I don't even need the GPS. So I should be good to go. What I want to talk about, I hope you guys have had a, a wonderful weekend, a wonderful last couple of weeks. Um, I, I got a, I'm, I'm, I did not. Um, I mean, I did. It was a good good couple of weeks. It wasn't, like, bad. Um, I do tend to look at the bright side of things and be grateful for everything that I have and everything that I can go through to, to become a better person, a better me. Um, I definitely was stretched, though, the last couple of weeks. Um, a lot of curveballs. So I want to tell you about one of the curveballs, and then I want to tell you about the ultimate, the ultimate piece for becoming more certain. Um, and isn't it crazy? I told you that I had this hour drive out and 20 minutes in, I I was done with the recording for the most part. And I switched over to my GPS on my phone and it canceled my whole recording. Funny enough, I then had, you know, a little bit of time to listen to an ebook and I needed a new one. I have a whole list and I just keep hammering them out. And so the next one was this book um, 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 written by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. Uh, it was recommended to me by Travis, my business partner and friend. And um, I, so I thought, you know what? Hey, it's cool. I just finished the previous book, which was really good, by the way, which I should revisit called Love Dare. Um, really fantastic. I can't I started implementing some of it. In fact, I even told my kids, I said, hey, listen, I just read this book called Love Dare and I'm implementing it. So we're going to have a couple of awkward conversations coming up (laughs) because I'm definitely, there's a lot of room for improvement for me as far as being a father. You know, I'm not going to say I'm the worst dad in the world by any means because I I do love my kids and I tell them that. And and overall, I'm not a terrible dad, but there's room for improvement, 100%. So anyway... Um, I just finished that book. I thought, okay, let me go into to Outwitting the Devil. And guess what? Literally Outwitting the Devil, the first couple of chapters, is about what my podcast recording was about that got deleted, that I'm going to tell you right now. Isn't that cool? I love it when stuff like that happens. I'm like, oh my gosh. Coincidence? I think not. There's just too many coincidences for me to ignore. Like, clearly clearly this is a message that I need to take to heart. And thus, I will share it with you so that maybe you can take it to heart. I have a platform here and I, and thank you guys for listening. By the way, I actually doubled my listenership. I, you guys helped me double my listenership here in a month. In the first month of 2023, my listenership doubled on this podcast. So I appreciate you guys for being here. I hope you learn. I hope you can grow. I know I'm learning. I'm growing. And the moment you stop learning and growing is the moment you start going the other way and regressing. 
let's not do that. Let's progress, not regress. Love it. Okay, so what I want to talk about today ultimately is uncertainty. What to do in times of uncertainty. I have been given so many curveballs in the last week and a half that there's a lot of uncertainty in my own life. I'm not going to tell you all the curveballs. There's there's one curveball in particular that I'm still way too emotional about. That that's the one. That's the main one that I need to, to hone in on and, and figure out. And uh, it's just not the right time. I like to tell you guys about things that are kind of after the fact, <laughs> not the things during the fact when things are like super intensely emotional. Um, and I will tell you about it afterwards. But in the meantime, let me tell you my this this process that I'm going through. Um, and I'll tell you one of the curveballs. So one of the curveballs is my car is no longer running. I'm currently using my other vehicle that my ex-wife was using. Um, I'm using it just for today because I had to make this run to, to Waukesha up in Wisconsin. And so I needed a vehicle. And so she's with the kids and I took the vehicle, even though it's mine. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. But uh, <laughs> here's the curveball is I, I was driving my car and uh, sure enough, check engine light came on. And I did uh, did a little check. I have a little scanner tool, and it said it was probably an oxygen sensor. And so I thought, okay, cool. So I kept driving it because <laughs> I'm smart. Uh, I didn't have the tools or anything, so I ordered the tools to fix the oxygen sensor. I even ordered an oxygen sensor. And um, lo and behold, um, a couple weeks later, <laughs> it took, yeah, yeah, I, I probably should have done something sooner. I started to hear a little bit of rattling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what that is. That's the catalytic converter because oxygen sensor affects that and then that can rattle if it gets clogged up because little there's there's stuff in it. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, catalytic converter. That's like kind of a big problem. So I thought, okay, how much is that? I looked it up. It's like 250, 300 bucks if I get the part on Amazon. I can't get a universal one. It has to be a specific fit because it's a Chevy Traverse. And I guess that's a pain in the butt engine. It's a 3.6 liter. Apparently, that's kind of a pain in the butt engine in general. So I was like, okay, cool. 250, 300 bucks. I don't really have the time, nor do I have like the, the real desire to fix this one on my own because it's cold outside and there's snow and I'm just not going to do that. I don't have a garage or anything right now. So I'm like, you know, forget about it. I'm not, I'm not doing that just not happening. So what I did is I did a bunch of research, found a mechanic that is trustworthy. According to many reviews, I called around, I got some quotes. I called this guy and, uh, Sabina's auto. So if you're ever in the Kenosha, Wisconsin area, Sabina's the guy to go to, man. And so I called him up. I'm like, Hey man, I need a quote Chevy Traverse catalytic converter, blah, blah, blah. And he, he quoted me like 350 bucks. And I was like, sweet. Now that should have been my my first sign. <laughs> like, come on, Zach. How can a part cost two hundred fifty to three hundred? And then it's a pain in the butt on this particular engine to like get to the catalytic converter. So there's going to be higher labor fees. You were expecting six or seven hundred. You got to question this three hundred fifty dollar quote, but I didn't. I did not do that. So I drove my car over there. All the rattling happening. And uh, it's an hour walk, by the way. So I get there and I'm like, okay, here's the key. It's a Chevy Traverse, like I said on the phone. He goes, oh, I thought you said Suburban. I'm like, ah, crap. And he's like, yeah, that changes things. And so he went, he, dis- he does have a catalytic converter specific for a Chevy Traverse. 
And he said, I can get, I can use that, uh, but the part is $700 by itself. And then plus labor, it's basically 1050 bucks. And I'm like, ouch. So you know me, I got to try to negotiate. Guys, I try to negotiate everything. <laughs> if you're embarrassed by that, never go like shopping with me or something. Because I, I tend to negotiate things if I'm talking to a person, especially something like mechanics. So I was like, mm. I was like, hey, uh, can can you get a cheaper part? He's like, I could, but it wouldn't work as well. And he's like, trust me, I've done the cheaper stuff. For this job, you need to have this. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a typical mechanic, right? Like that sounds like a typical sketchy mechanic. So I thought I'd give him another shot though. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, Can you lower your labor costs? And he looked at me like I was some weird person. And he's like, no. And I'm like, fair enough can you at least throw in an oil change? <laughs> and he's like, sure, I'll throw in an oil change. I'm like, awesome. I have a, I have an hour walk to get back home. Can one of your guys give me a ride? <laughs> and he said, yes. And so I got a ride home. How cool is that? <laughs> so Negotiations. There we go. And so I got a free oil change and a free ride out of it to get home. Uh, a few hours later, he calls me up. And he's like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. I got some bad news for you. Um, It was not just the catalytic converter rattling. That was one of the problems. He goes, it was also your timing chain, which to to get to the timing chain on a Traverse on a 3.6 liter, this is where I said that 3.6 is a pain in the butt. He said, to get to that, you have to remove the engine and the transmission. So just the timing chain by itself, we're looking at $4,000 plus the catalytic converter, which is a $700 part, plus the labor associated, plus if we find anything else while we're in, he's like, dude, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, well, forget about it then. Like, I'm not going to pay that amount of money for this vehicle that's 2009 that I spent $3,000 to buy, right? Like, it just doesn't make sense. The math doesn't add up for me. And uh, he agreed. He said, no, I totally agree. I was actually calling to tell you, don't put another dime into this thing. He goes, instead, sell it online. You can probably sell it to another mechanic for $1,500 or $2,000, right? Sell it to one of them because the the parts are relatively cheap, all things considered. As long as they know how to fix it, they can fix it and then flip the car and sell it for five grand, right? So he said, most of them will probably go for $1,500 to $2,000 on this vehicle. I said, okay, thank you so much. He goes, in the meantime, buy yourself a new vehicle. I'm like, okay, great. So great guy, very honest with me. He did do the oil change too, just to see if it helped at all because that that can help the timing chain. It really didn't, it's too far gone. Um, So there's that. So this was a curveball. I'm telling you this whole story, number one, to vent. Number two, because this is one of those curveballs. This added to my sense of uncertainty in the last couple weeks. And, And it's been, it's sucked. It has sucked. Now what's another word for uncertainty? I'll give you a second to guess uncertainty another word hmm fear uncertainty is nothing more than a a form of fear so in reality what's happening is i'm developing forms of fear in my life and how do you if you're afraid of something what's another word for that it would be cowardice so i have fear and cowardice currently running my life that's not okay This is a little self-analysis, guys. It's an evaluation. I'm not judging myself. 
I'm not saying I'm, I'm like the most cowardice person in the world. I'm not a cowardly lion, okay? It's just in this particular moments of uncertainty, there is a level of cowardice coming from me that needs to be corrected. That's what I want to get into. How do you correct that? Whatever the curveball might be, whether it's a car that's now un- inoperable, right? Or whatever the other uncertainty items might be. It might be financial. It might be relationships. I had a lot of both of those. Well, mostly the relationships in the last year. But financial before that, plenty of it, right? And, and this is and this is the thing, right? And even last year, I had some struggles in certain points because of big bills out of nowhere kind of stuff, right? And so this is, this is just part of going through levels of uncertainty, levels of fear, and reacting with levels of cowardice, okay? So how about this? How about we fix that? How do you fix that? Well, my number one go-to, if I don't know what to do, there is someone that does know what to do. Who is that? Is it your mindset coach? No. Your best friend? No. Your spouse? No. Your children? No. Your parents? Nope. There's only one person, if you will, being, if you will, that knows exactly what to do. And that's God. Your first go-to needs to be God on your knees. Not a not a whatever prayer. A real serious conversation with your heavenly Father on your knees. In private. You can cry if you want. <laughs> if it helps, right? Like like it should be really truly from the heart. And not in in praying guys goes both ways. Like, you're not just... It's not a one-way communication. It is a two-way communication. When you pray, listen. What's the right action? What's the right thing to do? Given your uncertain situation. What's the right thing to do in face of the fear? And then, have the courage to act on it. That's how you get rid of the cowardice. You get rid of uncertainty by praying and figuring out what to do from from the man upstairs, the man who knows all. You get rid of cowardice by courageously acting on what he tells you. It's so simple. It's so simple, you guys. And so, not easy, especially the courage part. I'll tell you what, I have some very uncomfortable conversations coming up with some family members that is not going to be fun but they are necessary because that is what I've felt and I've been feeling it and I've been too afraid too cowardly to act on it well that's uh, no longer a thing ultimately guys what I feel in my heart is that these two things the, the level of uncertainty that I've continued to allow to grow and this level of cowardice that I've also continued to allow to grow, those two things are literally holding me back from my full potential. My full power and potential. That goes against our mission, vision, and values as a company. Which, by the way, although that's our company, mission, vision, and values, that's our personal, each person on the team, that's our personal mission, vision, values. We take those things to heart. We live those things to the best 
of our capability and abilities because we're not perfect, right? But we do focus on it. So this level of uncertainty and this level of cowardice in my life that I've continued to let run certain decisions, let run certain things in my life, ridiculous. I can't believe I've let it go so long. Time to turn that around. And I've prayed hard to figure out what to do. I still am unclear on a couple of things there, but I at least have a direction. And now I have to have the courage to act on those directions. As much as that's going to suck, has to happen. And I'm just so grateful that I have that opportunity. I just got uh, the reason I, I said I went to meet with my mom and her friend. My, my friend is the gentleman who is going through some health issues. Um, really, really, really bad, severe, severe health issues. And I got to visit with him. And he's just such a good man. Just such a good guy. <laughs> and we were talking and I was telling him a little bit about <laughs> this last year of my life and how crazy it is that I, I essentially was making bank and yet did not have my own address. You know what I mean? Like, it was weird. What a weird scenario, right? And I'm not going to get into that. If you're new to the podcast, hey, listen, I had the best financial year of my life last year and certain circumstances and certain systems in society made it to the point where it was very difficult for me to find my own home. And it took me a year to find someone willing to have that conversation with me. Um, and so anyway, whatever, long story short, everything's good. (laughs) So, and it it was a great year and, and oh my gosh, guys, so many blessings because of trading. I cannot say that enough. Trading is so amazing. So, um, uh, what was I saying? Right. So I was letting these things kind of conquer my life and, and make decisions for me. And I was talking to my friend and it was funny cause I was telling him about this crazy year and, and then I looked at him and I got to smile a little bit. I'm like, but dude, that's nothing compared to what you've been going through because it's not, it's nothing. This guy is over here wondering about life and death. Who the crap cares if I lived in an RV for a few months? You know what I mean? Like, what the, what are you complaining about? Right? Which leads me back to the gratitude train. And, and you know, he's such a good guy. He didn't, he wasn't like rubbing it in. He wasn't like, yeah, you think that's bad? Blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't like that at all. He was like, no, those are challenges. Legitimately, those are challenges. You can't say someone has more greater challenges than someone else. It's hard to say that because it's based on perspective, isn't it? One person might think something's a challenge. (laughs) We call those first world problems, right? Oh my gosh, I got to get another oil change. You know what I mean? Like first world, really? It's not like that big of a deal, right? Versus some people who don't even have floors in their house. Dirt. I've met those people. I've taught those people about Jesus Christ. I've had wonderful experiences with those people because they're wonderful people. What a different outlook on life and and gratitude and all those good things. And so my point here, guys, is that it was a very humbling experience to see a man who is is struggling with, with a form of cancer, who is concerned about his future and does not have the greatest chance of that future, 
is trying to remain hopeful compared to me complaining about having to live in an RV, a nice RV with electricity and everything I could have needed to to live. And it was great. It was not a horrible experience, guys. It was actually pretty fun, right? Like there's nothing to complain about really. Um, It just kind of puts things into perspective. And again, it all boils down to uncertainty and cowardice allowing that into your, into my life. I'm I'm not going to say your life, although I'm sure I'm hoping you guys can take this little story, these, these little things and apply them to your life. But I'm not, I can't say like you're doing this because I really don't know. I just know I was doing this, right? Oh, hold on. Let me make this crazy turn next to a semi. Woo. That way I don't get hit. Noise. Good to go. Okay. So, um, uncertainty and cowardice when in reality I should have been grateful and courageous, grateful for even the curveballs. God forges you in fire and it will be, remain that way forever. You guys, you will never run out of problems. You will never run out of that fire. You will forever be forged in a new fire and typically hotter and hotter and hotter, the stronger you get. Don't look at that as a bad thing. It's a great thing. This is how you grow. This is how you become the person you were meant to be in this life. I'm just so grateful. So grateful. I have the best business partners and best friends in the world. They help me. They help me so much. They're such good examples to me to become better. A better father, a better friend, better business partner. Just better in general. A better disciple of Jesus. Just generally better. Oh my gosh. I could not have asked for better friends And uh, I've I've been saying the word better now for I don't know how many times here, but um, they're amazing and I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for my children. Oh my goodness. These, These kids are so resilient to all the crazy changes that have happened in their lives over the last year and a half. I don't blame them for some of the stresses that they've expressed to me. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at how little their stress is for what they've had to go through over the last year and a half. It's amazing. And I'm, I'm just so blessed and grateful to them and to have them and to be their father. Like, it's, it's just, I can't believe God entrusted me with those kids. It's insane to me. I'm so grateful for our prosperity community. If you're not a member of our community yet, you are missing out. This is a community of people that just want to make everyone else rise with them. Let's all rise. Guess what? If we create enough millionaires, which, by the way part of our goals this year. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the exact number, but we're going to make it happen. If we make enough millionaires, we can make some serious change, positive change to certain aspects of the world. I'll tell you the one that I am currently setting my sights on that I'm going to war against, like it or not. <laughs> I'll do it if I have to do it alone. And that is the stupid credit system. <laughs> it's so inaccurate and, and a horrible judgment of of reality and and I I've been developing ideas and ways around that anyway whatever so my point is is you can make changes to things systematic changes I've said several of them on this podcast in the past we will have a prosperity empire it starts with prosperity you which is teaching people how to trade how to free themselves and how to conquer time and money once that's done guess what it's time to focus on impact 
what else can we do? Well, with the skills and the talents that God has given us, guess what? We're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff. We're going to have our own financing company that is not going to look at just credit, okay? Because that's a stupid thing. It, it should not be pass-fail based on one thing. That's that's dumb, okay? So we're going to have our own, our own system for approving financial loans and things like that, that that people might need, especially for our membership. <laughs> stuff like that, right? Like stuff that's going to be an investment for a positive ROI in the future. Um, there's that. Uh, next up is uh, we're going to have our own digital wallet. <laughs> digital wallets, man, they just scam you. They, they, <laughs> they don't. They don't. I should not throw, throw the word scam around so frivolously. They're not scams. But my goodness, the transaction fees are insanely greedy. They're just so greedy to me. I, I just don't understand it as a business model, and I want to uh, improve on it. And so we'll have our own, our own uh, uh, digital wallet as well. We'll have our own broker. Again, same reasons. <laughs> There's a level of greed with all brokers. Now, eh, I don't know. That might be going a little too far. I don't really feel it's a whole lot of greed. I do see them doing a lot of good as well by being that middleman. Uh, between us and the, the interbank market. But we're going to have our own prosperity broker that's going to be second to none. No one else is going to be doing the things that we're going to be doing in that. Um, we're also going to have um, um, potentially our own airlines. <laughs> I mentioned this not too long ago, just a few weeks ago. I am telling you, I really, oh, our own insurance too. I don't think I mentioned that in a while. Health insurance and everything. Um, but our own airlines, there's things that are going to be revolutionary to that. Just there's so many things that we can create an impact for once time and money are in full control. And, and we're so getting there. And it's, it's happening, you guys. It's happening. And I'm just so grateful for it. Our community is making it happen because they're awesome. If you're not a part of the community, talk to Travis. Find us on our website, prosperitymovement.online. Go check things out. Find Travis book a time with him. Contact me to get Travis's info if you have to. Okay. But Travis is going to help you out. He's going to explain everything, all the details, everything included, all of it, prices, all of it. Okay. Um, and you might want to do it soon because we're, we're actually working on, we're, we're working on a couple of specials coming up here to make it, um, awesome, more awesome, more value packed. So anyway, just amazing stuff. Just amazing stuff happening. And I'm just so grateful for it. Even in these weird times of what I would call uncertainty and times of, of cowardice on my part, I'm correcting it. And now I'm grateful for it because now it's no longer time of uncertainty and cowardice. Now it's a time of faith and courage. And wow, the things I've learned from it. And wow, the, the stronger me that's coming out of it, emerging as a stronger piece of steel. Call me the man of steel. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm a Superman fan if you guys didn't know that. Okay, anyway, so I hope this made sense and I really, really hope it, it helped you guys out. Longer podcast today. Thanks for hanging in there. I probably repeated myself way too many times, but repetition is key. Repetition is a way that it gets ingrained into your memory, into your brain, so that you don't forget. <laughs> so, Let's all pray together in order to gain the certain actions that are needed and then have the courage to take action on that inspiration. Guys, thank you for listening. I love you all. 
I look forward to talking to you next time.